Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing tips for packing and organizing luggage for a holiday, interstate, overseas, on a plane, or maybe on a boat. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode. I'm going to be sharing tips for packing and organizing luggage for a holiday that's interstate or overseas where you're going on a plane or even on a boat and you're just taking one or two little bags. You're not taking camping gear or anything like that. So I'm going to talk about eight different areas of packing our bags and then I'll give you a couple of extra tips just at the end. So let's focus on number one, which is our clothes that we're going to bring on our holiday. One way of looking at it is for every three tops that you take, you take one bottom, whether it's shorts or pants or a skirt, you have three tops and one bottom. Pants and skirts take up way more room than obviously your tops. So that's why you could take three in comparison to that one. Think about the fabric that the clothes are made out of. We want them to be travel friendly, which means that they're going to dry quickly. They're wrinkle free, but also they're breathable. I really like the idea of creating a capsule wardrobe for your trip. And that means that you're going to have some, say, neutral colors that then will match with other things. So you might have like blue, black, white, or gray, say, pants, and and they're your basics. And then you might add some color and different and different patterns to your tops, or it could be the other way around. But you want to be able to mix and match with each of the outfits that you've chosen. Also think about lightweight, so layers. So you're going to have like t-shirts or tank tops, and then you've got cardigans and long sleeves, which are lighter than jumpers and jackets. Obviously, if you're going to colder climates, you're going to have to think about taking maybe thermals as that extra weight that you can put underneath to keep you warm without having to layer up so much with big bulky jackets. So I really like the idea of working out what goes with what. And so pairing the pants that are only going to go with one top and maybe require a parachute that you weren't even going to be planning on packing is not something I'm going to take. So grouping the things together onto say a bed or even a rail is ideal, will help you see quickly what items you're going to wear and that are going to pair with each other and which ones aren't. And then think about the items that you're going to wear on the plane any of your heavy items are the ones you want to wear on the plane. Obviously, these tips around clothes to bring are going to depend on how much luggage. If you're taking carry-on luggage only, which is seven kilos, you're going to be pairing back what you're taking. Whereas if you've got 15, 20 kilos, you're not going to be so worried. But number two is shoes. So we maybe need three pairs of shoes. So runners, or something that, you know, you if you wanted to exercise, that is always my thing. I always want to exercise. So I try to bring a pair of sneakers or running shoes that could also be a pair of walking shoes that are comfortable, flats. 
some sort of sandal, maybe if you're going into a hot weather climate. And then also thongs, we call them thongs. I know they're called jandals or even flip-flops they're called. Those sort of thing that you can slip on easily to go to a beach or go outside and it's really hot weather. And they're just light. They don't take up too much space either in your luggage. And another great thing is even putting your socks inside, packing them into your shoes just to save room. I really like to take my compression socks and wear them on the plane and then take them off when we get to the actual location. And then having a bag to put them in, it just means that there's no dirt that's going to get onto your clothes and it's also going to just keep them together. These are going to be packed at the bottom of your case. So these are the heavy items. And this is now number three. So keeping the weighty things like shoes and books at the bottom of the suitcase is also going to help for it to stay stable and keep it upright. Number four is looking at how we're going to put the clothes into the case. So we're going to roll, fold, or compression bag it. So compression bags are a packing cube and it has an extra zip on it and it squishes your clothes up really small and takes up less space. Best thing about the packing cubes are that they save space. They keep your suitcase nice and organized. In particular for kids, they're all the shorts in that little bag. This is all the actual t-shirts in this little bag. And they can then see really easily what they maybe need washing as well. There's no t-shirts left. And so I need that the washing done. It also means that they stack together really easily. They're actually really lightweight and thin, so they won't lose any of your, you know, suitcase space from them. And they also help to protect your clothes. I don't know about you, but I always seem to have some sort of accidental spill in my suitcase with a moisturizer or a cleanser or even a shampoo. And so this stops it from going all over your clothes. It also means that there's no snags. Like sometimes your clothes might get caught in a zipper. Well, that's not going to happen either if, if they're inside one of those packing cubes. I like to roll my clothes. And the reason I roll my clothes is it saves space. And I have done that since I traveled overseas the very first time about 25 years ago. And this was before packing cubes. Packing cubes, though, also mean when you roll it, it fits nicely side by side or otherwise folding them nicely. That is also going to help save space in your bag. And then thinking about what the first outfit you're going to want to wear, because that's what you want on the top. Especially if you're arriving into a hot climate and you've left a cold climate, you're going to be wanting to get out of a jumper, jeans. You're going to want to be getting into those shorts and t-shirts straight away. So if you've got them sitting on top or even in your carry on luggage, that is going to make things a whole lot easier rather than digging through trying to find things at the airport. Okay, number six is looking at our toiletries and our liquid bags. Having liquids on planes now is that you need to have a separate clear bag and you need to be able to show them easily through security. Obviously, if you're checking in luggage, you don't have to worry about this. But if you're carrying anything on with you, you need to check the regulations before leaving. Like I know for Australia, it's 100 mils that we can carry in our carry-on luggage. But in our bags, we can carry 
all that we want up to the kilograms that we've been allocated. So some things though that you might want to think about is carrying in your 100 mils. Maybe is like some sort of balm, like a lip balm, maybe even a moisturizer for your face and maybe some cleansing wipes for your face, but also your hands and maybe even the seat, hand sanitizer. And then when we're getting there, that this might be packed in your actual bag, things like insect repellent and sunscreens, which I know you can get them in other countries. If you'd prefer to use the ones that you're used to and you know how it's going to affect your skin, then I suggest you take it from home instead of buying it where you're going to. But other things like your mascara or a toothbrush are pretty easy to then purchase from a supermarket or otherwise a pharmacy. I really like to downsize all of my shampoos and conditioners into smaller containers as well so that you can take them and don't need to take a whole big bottle wasting space in your bag. You can get those little bottles to be able to decanter some of your products into online or even at your local pharmacy. Another tip I've seen is to put some clear glad wrap over your shampoo on the inside before you turn the lid. I'm definitely going to be trying that this time. So number seven is medication. If you're going with carry-on luggage, then obviously you're going to be having your medications close to you anyway. But if you're taking other luggage that's going to be checked in, you need to take your medication with you just in case the bags go missing or are delayed, at least you'll still have your medication with you and it could be just in your overhead locker. Another thing to think about is getting a release form from say a doctor, a psychiatrist, a pediatrician for medications in certain countries. So I know that we've done this for an up and coming trip that we have and I have already got that letter from the doctor with stating each of the medications. Making sure you also have enough repeats on your prescription prior to leaving. You don't want to be chasing that up the week before you're leaving. So, you know, a few weeks out and then you can make sure that you've got enough time to actually get the repeats or fill a new script and then have the repeats there. And then putting together some sort of basic first aid. It might have some sort of hydrolytes, painkillers, band-aids, maybe something for gastro. Just those basics in case you cannot get to a pharmacy or the pharmacy is shut when you get there and you arrive and you actually need these straight away. And number eight are extra items, a few little suggestions. One is a small laundry bag, like a resealable wet bag for either your bathing suits or also for maybe towels, or maybe it might be in the end dirty laundry. Think about maybe taking an instant stain remover or washing sheets, these little tiny sheets that you can rip off, they're so light and take with you, and then you're able to do your washing really easily if you need to. A scarf or a sarong for the plane in your carry-on so that you can use it as a blanket and also fold it up and use it as a pillow maybe throughout your trip. Also maybe thinking of a pillow that you might like to take with you on the plane. Reusable water bottle, making sure it's empty to bring through and then when you get onto the other side or inside the terminal, filling it up at a water station and making sure then you're hydrated, especially after being on a plane. A backpack for sightseeing Or maybe it might be some sort of calico shopping bag or a fold-out tote bag that you have. 
But another thing to think about is maybe you'd like to buy one as a souvenir. And another really great thing that I have taken is my mirror that's a magnifying mirror. It's only small, but it's great for travel. Also thinking about the devices you're going to take and what you're going to need to be able to charge all those. There's these great universal chargers that have three USB points and a plug so that you can take them to anywhere in the world. Some final little tips to remember is carry on everything that you cannot afford to lose. Passports, papers, scan and send yourself and maybe to a friend or family member as well as your itinerary. Think about going digital with your books and maybe even looking at an audiobook instead. I hope you find these luggage packing tips are really useful when planning your next holiday. I'd love for you to share with me on Instagram or Facebook your favorite holiday packing tip. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time. I'd like to acknowledge the Wadharong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.